Do you know what this is? Yeah, so we're going to talk about the TMNT Usagi Yojimbo crossover that I have a hardcover in my hand of. No, we're not! This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! This is the Valiant Central Podcast 142! But there's a four-page spread. (sighs) Why do you keep trying to ruin this podcast, Paul? <laughs> the more I try to ruin it, the more comments I get about great. <laughs> Why do you hate this podcast, Paul? Tell me that, please. Why? I love this podcast. I just know what this podcast. I'm not the podcaster. This podcast wants. I'm the podcaster. This podcast needs. I don't even know what that means. I don't know. Dinesh said it once. I was gonna say, what are you, some kind of nerd boss or something? Fuck yeah, I'm the nerd boss of this podcast. <laughs> You're the nerd boss of nothing. You're my Warren and Hunter rolled into one. Mm, that's true. With a little bit of that, uh, the the Adam. <laughs> uh, is it a dick to get the job done? Ishness. <laughs> uh, oh yes. Mm-mm-mm. Inside baseball talk is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, That's yes, this is uh, this is the show, Paul. This is the Valiant Central Podcast. Uh, not to be confused with VCR, although some people apparently do confuse it, because all they have in their brain is uh, the Valiant Central Podcast. Yeah, you know, Freudian slips. I mean, we're not going to name names. Yeah. I mean... I like, I like it, to slip a little Freudian into, into them sometimes. I mean, we're, we're, we're just going to call this person Ravis Triptilliums. You nailed that. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's right. It's another episode of, of this thing, whatever this is. I uh, Let's start off the show by uh, thanking our patrons, Paul. Yeah. We got uh, we got another new patron, too, so uh, let's yeah. let's do that real quick. I want to thank uh, Julian F., Maloa's Acting Up, Michael S., Travis W., Mike C., and J.L., you guys are awesome. Thanks for keeping this podcast uh, independent. Because, you know, we th- we thought about doing ads. And I was like, Paul, we can't put ads in here. Paul's like, listen, we're just going to have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle ads throughout the podcast, and that'll pay for it. Because you know what? Valiant doesn't pay for this podcast. Well, but- have you heard of Casper Mattresses? <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're going with the old school inside jokes. <laughs> yep. Well, no, it's funny because the podcast I listen to, like that's one of the major sponsors of a lot of different podcasts these days. Casper mattresses, ZipRecruiter lately. Yes, yeah, ZipRecruiter. Uh, uh, what's uh, Me Undies? Uh, no, what's the other one? Yeah, Mac Weldon. Um, Blue Apron. Blue Apron. Yep. Squarespace. You know, okay, so here's the thing with Blue Apron. I can't have that shit. You can. I think they have gluten-free options. It, it, I, I cannot, I, it, It's not that. I can't have peppers. I can't have tomatoes. I can't have oh, yeah, potatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't have cinnamon. I can't I can't do that. Deadly, that's what that is. Uh, you can do, what's it called? Purple something. It's like a vegan, gluten-free thing. And then you can choose all your ingredients. The purple marauder? No, that's that uh, thong wearing dude that Dennis likes. 
No, 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 no. It's uh, one of those services. We we use uh, HelloFresh here. Yeah, I don't use any of those. They're all like ten bucks a meal. It's so cheap. I'm like, fuck, that's not cheap. Well, yeah, but you know, like when you don't have time to do shit, it's pretty convenient. Yeah, you know what? I got money for convenient. I got money for cooking real food. I hear you. Well, dude, that's what we do. We do Blue Apron and we do Crockpot. Because it's either we just order it and it comes a week later, or we just put it in the in the pot and it's ready like 12 hours later. You know what I mean? We don't have time to be cooking. Anyways, we're not here to talk about cooking. This is not the Nerd Legion podcast. Although Crackpots are fantastic. If, if, if Actually, you, I got some chili to make right now. Do you? Crackpot chili? Yeah. Yeah, you know, so you know uh, how you make stuff spicy when you can't have uh, chili powder or cayenne pepper or any of that stuff? Nope. Horseradish. Oh, really? Yeah. I love horseradish. I guess I'll have wasabi. That was uh, like a, it brought a little tear to my eye. Literally, right? Yeah, literally. And uh, and uh, then I accidentally ate eel sauce and felt like shit. Ah, I love eel sauce. God. I know, it's so good. I miss it. Well, I, I don't miss it because I just had it, but I regret it. <laughs> Maybe you can, uh, like, bring your own eel sauce and just tell them not to put it on there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can live without it. I mean, we don't get sushi super often, and I, I like the just nice, crisp, unsauced sushi plenty. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what's better than unsauced sushi? Uh, pretty much everything. But... Um, <laughs> we, God, we, you're such an American. We, we have to, we have to talk about this. No, dude, I, I I like I like something on my sushi. Pussy. I do. I uh, I generally I take my wasabi and I put a couple drops of uh, soy sauce. Wow, oh, you ruin the wasabi and oh mix God, it all in. Terrible. Yep. Yep. Go go sit in the corner, Martin. I do. About what you do. Not on all kinds of sushi. Like if it's already have a sauce on it, I don't do that. Do you, you put uh, ketchup on your steak? Fuck no. Do I look like Donald Trump to you? <laughs> do you want me to answer that? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see your hands. And I'll make uh, my hands are normal sized and I don't wear a toupee. Okay? All right. No, I wanted to I want to talk about this because I've, uh, I've had some people bring it up to me. I'm sure yeah. you saw this on the Twitter machine, Paul. Yep. You, you know that Clunman Woody's back, right? Who? You, you did hear about that. Clem and Woody. Yeah, of course I know that. I'm excited about that. Okay. Now, did you hear about this this special cover that they're releasing? Yes, of course I did, but I let you approach it this way because otherwise I would have ruined the introduction. I like the, I like the way you do this, Paul. You, you're a professional. <laughs> Valiant has just announced. I think this is what, like yesterday, right? Uh, we, yeah, I think it was yesterday. We we talked last week about Conan and Woody coming back. They're doing the uh, the foil on the covers. We uh, we talked about how they're using like old Wildcats foil covers to piece together these uh, these new covers. Well, Paul, that's not enough. Not enough, Paul. Not only will there be fall on the covers. There's going to be a special – we don't know how limited it is. They haven't talked about it, and I want to talk about that in a second. But there's a special variant called the most variant cover of all time. Can you believe that? Now, if I said to you, Paul, I'm going to do the most variant cover of all time, what would you expect this cover to have? I'd expect it to have a sticker of a fourth Valiant character. 
That's that's a good that's a good point. It's a good start. It would, because Quantum and Woody are on there, the goats there, and one of the gimmicks is there's going to be a sticker of a fourth random character placed on this cover. I don't know how that's going to work logistically. By the way, that's got to be a nightmare, because it's not like they can just print a sticker on the cover. You know what I mean? Like they're going to have like Paul Pierce is going to be staying up till six in the morning just putting stickers on covers. That's what I picture this being. <laughs> Anyways, you are correct. There will be a sticker on this cover. But that's not that doesn't make it the most variant of all variant covers. So Quantum and Woody bullshit, you say? <laughs> Professional. <laughs> um, Nobody will ever know that I was gone for 10 minutes. Well, no, because I have to edit Duh. Anyways, getting all my references to it. <laughs> Let's. Uh, let, I'm. I'm gonna go through the list. Do you, do you know the list off the top of your head? Uh, let's see what I can remember. So foil, foil, yes. Uh, die cut, yes. Uh, embossed, yes. Uh, a fourth random character. Yep. I mentioned that one. Yep. Um. That's all I got off the top of my head. I know there's a few other things in there. Alright, I'm going to go through the list. The most variant cover of all time! Alright, there's a chromium bar at the top. Okay? Because you know that Valiant's been doing that bar at the top where the logo is and the uh, issue number? Mm-hmm. So that bar is chromium. And then the Quantum and Woody logo is embossed and foil. There is a... Uh, the the background there's iridescent ink. Oh yeah, I forgot that one. Yep, there's uh there's more foil on their uh, around their fists, like showing off their powers. Looks like there's uh yeah die cut. I think you said that. The fourth random valiant hero. It's a sticker, and that will be random. Um, and I think they're all Clayton Henry sketches, and from the from the ones that I've seen, they're all. Um, what was it? Was it the CGC variants that they did last year? I think it's those figures. Hmm. Uh, then the background, the the back cover, is a full page Valiant logo, and it's also a lenticular cover. And then apparently it's hand numbered. I don't know how that's going to work, which leads me to believe, based on the hand numbering. And the stickers that this will be extremely limited. Like I'm talking about maybe like one per store. Yeah, I could see that making sense. I mean, I don't know how many stores are in the U.S., but let's just say it's two thousand. You don't think they're going to actually sit there and sticker more than that many books, if if even that many. This might be like a. I don't know, a one in a hundred. Uh, what was it like they did with the uh, that Bloodshot? And there was another book, too, where you had to order... Um, oh, it was Dr. Mirage. You had to order 125 copies across the line to get one copy yeah. of this. Yeah, doing the line-wide variant. Yep. I would imagine, um, I would imagine it'd be something like that. Yeah, I think my, my opinion on it's going to depend on how they make it available. Yeah, and... I don't know. Uh, 
I mean, if it's legit hand number, just like you said, that, that tells me probably less. The sticker, whatever, they could slap together a whole bunch of those, or they could send them to the shop with the sticker and say, put them on. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, just straight up giving one per shop, I could see kind of making sense because then it's not tied to an ordering number, so that doesn't drive up the, the cost associated with it. Um, it's just a shop, if they order Valiant, they get one. Mm-hmm. and so they can either give it to their Valiant guy or they can sell it to their Valiant guy. Um, I don't know. I guess there's different ways they can go about it. If, uh, if I, I don't know, like my, my first impulse with it, I, I didn't, like, I, I knew about the sticker, but I was like, whatever, they could do that. They could have interns do that shit or something. <laughs> but, um, the hand numbering, I don't know. Like, I mean, still they could have an intern do the hand numbering too. It's not like that's hard to do. It's not like it's signed or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so like my first thing when I saw it was like, oh, well, you know, everybody's going to get bent out of shape, but this will probably just be like a, you know, a D cover, not even a ratioed variant or something. Like I could see them doing that, you know, just like they've had other gimmicky covers, like the Minecraft covers or something like that. Sure. Um, yeah, but, but, but there was nothing covers, special yeah, about those. Yeah, this is getting kind of, and yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what what are the brushed variants? One in five hundreds, right? Yeah. So I mean, maybe it's replacing that because they're doing. They did the Bloodshot Salvation. There's a Ninja K number one brush metal coming out as well, and then the month after Ninja K comes out is when Quantum Woody comes out. So maybe they're just not doing a brush metal for this. They're going to do this ridiculous most variant of all time thing. Yeah, I don't know. The, see, the the brush metal ones are like presented as like a higher end thing. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, uh, this is goofy shit. Well, it's kind of a Woody, so it's gonna be goofy. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I get saying, you. You can't, you can't attach the price tag to goofy shit. I don't care how scarce you make it or whatever. You know, there's two factors in collectability. One is scarcity, and the other one is desirability. And goofy shit's going to be fun, but people, you know, goofy shit isn't uh, an I have to have that thing. Goofy shit is like, I'll grab this. Yeah, yeah. Or if you're a, you know, if you're a serious collector, then you get it. And, you know, for serious collectors, there's four different characters. That means you got to get four copies to collect everything, which, I mean, you know, for you and me, that's a good example of why we don't collect everything, you know, or anything anymore. Sure. Well, see, but Batman for you for some reason. Oh Ooh. God, it's so good, it's so good. Anyways, um, you to accept Tom King as your Lord and Savior. Uh, no, that Batman is not good. <laughs> I'm I'm reading good Batman. Um, no, I see what you're saying. I think uh, I think I brought this up when we talked about the. Uh, we never talked about Ninja K and Bloodshot brush metals, but when they had announced the EXO brush metal. As a matter of fact, that was our episode 100 when we had everybody on, when the Nesh was on and Warren and yeah. everybody. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if if it had been like a hundred bucks, I might have splurged on it. Maybe. I don't even know what those books go for now because I, I, like I said, I don't care too much to buy variants, so I don't check for their uh, their current pricing much anymore. But, I mean, I would assume it, they're still going for more than $100, right? I know they, they had lost quite a bit of value because there were some people that were a little pissed. Yeah, I think uh, I think they were going the lowest that I bothered looking. I think they were 200 ish 
So a lot of people, you know, right out, they made deals to buy them for 500 bucks and whatever, you know, higher prices. But then, like, right away, you could go get them off eBay for cheaper. And then, and of course, some people work their own deals, um, mm-hmm. which is exactly what you should do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm looking at eBay now. It looks like everything that's on there is um, CGC copies, which yeah, is smart. If, if you want to sell it, yeah, that's what you want to do. You want to CGC it and lock it down. Yep, CGC um, copies. Looks like a 9.8 sold for $700. And then there's some non-CGC copies that's just best offer. Yeah, so there's a... Not not too many sold on there. No, nope. we can see it, but those two, yeah. So, so we know one that sold. The original price was five fifty, but it sold for a best offer, which doesn't show you what the best offer was. Well, if I remember correctly, um, I know that person that uh, that sold that book, and it was roughly three hundred dollars. And that's not even CGC'd. No, not uh-huh. CGC. And I mean, if you look now, all the CGC copies are seven fifty and up. Which there's yeah. no, uh, there's no way in hell, dude. There's no way in hell. Yeah, oh. it's like I was saying before when we were first talking about it. If I was gonna spend, uh, you know, uh, that kind of money on a comic, I would get a TMNT number one. Sure, that's something that is only ever gonna climb in value. It's never ever gonna decrease. Whereas this could, you know. If, if Valiant went under and, you know, the fan base dissipates, there's still going to be a niche market for it, but it'd be the kind of thing where, like, you got to wait for a buyer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, buyers would be scarce or something like that. But if you found a buyer, you could get the money for it, but you'd have to wait and you'd have to be willing to uh, to not sell to get the price you wanted to because any buyer that, you know is looking for it should be smart enough to know that if you're looking to sell it that you are you don't have any buyers to sell to you know yep i don't i wonder though we should have had somebody one of the guys from collecting valiant on on, to ask the question but i last time we tried to do that they didn't show up (laughs) well the one showed up the one showed up Um, eventually but but i'm curious as a collector would that person be willing to spend the same amount of money as a brush metal cover because like the brush metal covers are really nice looking and if this has I mean I haven't seen the actual picture of a cover so I don't know what it looks like right the only picture we've seen is this crappy put together like fold out thing that's just a picture that says what's what's on the cover um, I, I would like to see an actual cover to, to make up my mind. But based on everything, all the gimmicks that are on these covers, I don't, I would never see myself buying one of these. Because it just seems like it'd be extremely gaudy. Yeah. My two cents is we've already talked about this too much because neither of us are going to buy this damn thing, anyways. Yes, <laughs> Justin. Uh, let's see. What would you spend for the Q and W what is it called most variant cover of all time I 
All right, so we'll see what uh, what Justin says. He's always a reliable, quick answer on the messenger. I, I will say this. Uh, I'm on the database, and Jim from Collecting Valiant does have it in his wish list, so it seems like Jim will be getting it. Yeah, of course Jim will be getting it. <laughs> By the way, just go to the Valiant database and, and look up Quantum Woody number one, most variant cover of all time, and look at that glorious cover picture. It's the <laughs> the most gaudy animated GIF I've ever seen in my life. I didn't see it moving. I just saw the the still image. Yeah, uh, yeah. If if you go to the database, you'll see the moving one. It's 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 something, all right. I gotta do more typing. <laughs> yeah, you do that. Anyways, um, you can check that out. By the way, I guess I can. While you're doing that, I'll plug it in here. Uh, I did finally update the database, so if you're listening to this, go check that out, valuedatabase.com. Uh, all the books that were missing are now up, so it's updated through December. And December solicits are not out yet, but by the time this podcast comes out, I think they will be, because uh, this is the week that the uh, solicits come out. So um, if you're a Patreon, you get to listen to this Tuesday evening, so... Uh, you'll see what's on there now. If you're not, you'll hear this Friday, and I, I would assume by Wednesday or Thursday the uh, the December solicits will be out from Valiant. Because um, I think right now all they've announced is a book that I want to talk about in a second: the Secret Weapons Trade, Ninja K number two, and Quantum Woody number one. So, um, did you get to take a look at that picture? No, uh, just a message back. Okay. Uh, he, he says. Uh, you would say two to 250 tops for it. Okay. Which surprises me because that's like drastically above what I would ever consider spending on it. Well, I think that's fair based on what he was looking to spend on the EXO, for example. Yeah, just to compare it again to that. Why doesn't your damn website work? Uh, it works just fine. I'm on it. Yeah, it's not loading up for me. ValiantDatabase.com, right? Yep. Yeah, whatever. That's because you suck. Oh, you know what? I put it in our Discord. Well, never mind. You're so slow. Uh, yeah, I do. I don't really like the keyboard on my computer. That's a big part of the reason why. Because the shift key, instead of being as wide as a shift key is supposed to be on the right side, mm-hmm. is half shift key, half page up. Mm. So my finger always hits the page up, so it screws up my typing. It just pisses me off. Well, that sounds pretty dumb there, Paul. He actually he compared it also to the brush metal covers. Uh, all right, as here. far as uh, scarcity and stuff. Yeah, I think that's what makes the most sense. I'm gonna put. Uh, let's see if this works. I'm gonna put this cover in our Discord chat, in our private chat. Everybody else already saw it. I don't know if you're doing it on your phone or what. Because I know that on the computer you got to mouse over it to see the uh, the animation. I haven't been on Discord on the computer. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Let's see. I'm going to open it on my phone and see what it looks like. Oh, yeah. It animates automatically on the phone. Okay. Okay, so how do I find this? It's in our direct message. Not on Discord, on your damn database. I can only get on it. 
Oh, 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 you can go to releases by month, December 2017. December. Ooh, look at that. Faith's Winter Wonderland special. That looks pretty fly. <laughs> That's the next thing I want to talk about. Scroll down to the bottom, though, and you'll, you'll see it. You can't All miss right. the neon glowing thing at the bottom. Uh, yeah, that's pretty crazy. It's all over the place. <laughs> Do you think that the cover they show though is actually the cover? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think they're that cover's not finished because they're using uh, Jeff uh, Jeff Shaw's cover as the uh, the cover image, which I believe is the C the C variant. All right. Anyways, let's get let's get this uh, this shit show back on track here. We're spending too much time looking at the damn internet, not talking for people to, to hear us say stupid, pointless shit. <laughs> they want to hear us, not to listen to us type. Um, what the fuck were we talking about? Well, the next thing I want to talk about, you just brought up it. That's uh, Faith's Winter Wonderland special. Hey man, Jake's gonna dig this. She's looking all hot on that cover. She man. is looking pretty hot. Um, I like I like the cover too. It just is like you know throwback like uh, little golden books or stuff like that like the the a cover um so marguerite sauvage is writing it um does she have any what's her track record with writing i know her as an artist not as writer um i i don't know what she's written oh um no she did the art on dc bombshells i don't know if she has she written anything I don't know, but she's writing this. I mean, maybe this is kind of her foray into writing. Um, I definitely, I dig her art. Like her, her cover for Ninjak number one is mm. one of my favorite covers. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm cool with uh, whatever she does. I appreciate her talent. She's a good artist. So if this is her first shot writing, that's cool. Um, should be fun. I mean, it's cool to do. Obviously, this this book isn't you know any. It's not a heavy material book. It's uh, you know, well, it's it's a, it's a, it, yeah, it's a one shot Christmas special. So, um, I'm looking over Marguerite's stuff. I don't see any writing credits. So this this may be her first this writing isn't gig. The full solicit is for December, right? This is just what's kind of been leaked early. Yeah, this is what's come out early. Uh, the Quantum okay, Woody was, was released. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Quantum of Woody was released earlier. And then Ninja number two, Ninja K number two. I don't think it's been officially announced, um, but I saw it in an email I had, so I put that up there. And then um, the Fates Winter Wonderland special was announced today. That's what I'm saying. By the time people listen to this on Friday, uh, the full solicits should be out. Usually they come out this week, uh, Thursday or tomorrow or Thursday. They'll be out. But, this list is for December. Come out in September. Yes. I guess the order deadline is probably like in October, right? Like get the order two months in advance. Yep. Okay, that makes yep. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm out of this whole uh, pre-order game here. No, I hear you, but I mean, dude, that's already three books in a trade. I mean, in November we had six books and the hardcover. Yeah, well, that's what threw me off. Was just seeing only three books. I mean, you already know what the other ones are going to be. You got Bloodshot, uh, Bloodshot Salvation. That sounds good. You can have Exo Man at War. Ooh, that's a good book. 
Um, and then I'm gonna uh, Renegade. Renegade. No, Renegade will probably be on hiatus by then. Yeah, Renegade will be on hiatus. What's a hiatus? Why would a monthly comic book have a hiatus? Well, after after issue eight comes out in October, they're doing a zero issue in November. Oh, look at that! It's all coming right out of Pete's brain. <laughs> Ooh, art by Rip. I actually am looking forward to seeing uh, Rip's art on this. Yeah, the zero issue. I'm tired of what's his name? Oh, Flesh come on, Salvation Paul. number three. Ninja K number one. Ooh, Giarello doing the art. I love the covers for that dude. That uh, that logo they've got on there is freaking badass. Yeah, it's a good-looking logo. It's a good-looking book. It actually makes me think of... I don't. I couldn't tell you what specific ones, but I, I believe it's a, a Batman book hmm. that had a cover that was really not like that. That's possible. I mean, like that. That, it's kind of what they're doing with EXO, right? With the uh, the giant EXO Man of War on the top. Because, I mean, the, the logo itself takes up probably a quarter of the page. And that's fine. I'm 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 really thinking about getting the uh, the Ninjak Classic Omnibus. I haven't decided yet though, because it's yeah, it, it's a hundred bucks. But God, yeah, well, on in stock trade, it's probably like fifty five or fifty or something like that. Yeah, I should have checked that. Yeah, I have the uh, the Archer and Armstrong Omnibus. I had the Quantum Liberty one, but I was kind of like, ah, I'm never gonna read this. Um, I've still been tempted to get the Exo Omnibus. Uh, but haven't jumped on that. But I don't know. Um, Ninjak was pretty good. I did read that whole series. I think I read all of EXO from VH1, and it gets rougher as it goes on. Um, but yeah, I'll but probably just stick tight with my uh, Archer and Armstrong omnibus, anyways. So on Amazon, they're listed for ninety bucks, which is still pretty good, I would say. Uh, I'm not seeing it on in stock trades. Well, you'd have to look at DCBS first. It's not oh, out. That's yet. right. Yeah, that's right. But I bet you anything is fifty percent off if you order it through DCBS. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think it'll be that low? Yes, I do. Let's find out. We probably won't be able to find out until next week. And now you're spending more time making people listen to us look at the internet. Sixty four ninety nine. Really? I'm a little surprised. I thought it'd be more. Oh, God damn it! I need to get that. <laughs> Fuck! I just can't win, Paul. Well, see, this is why you dump all the stuff you don't really love, so you can get this kind of stuff that you are gonna enjoy. Yeah, that's, that's true. The big thing is everybody thinks that they can't get rid of these piddly little fucking titles that are mediocre. That you know, you might enjoy them. I'm not saying you don't enjoy them to some extent, but you really got to think about how much do you enjoy them. How much does it cost? You know, will you enjoy them if you just get them from the damn library and trade? Mm-hmm. Will you enjoy them if you buy the damn trade? Because you can always buy a trade for less than cover price anyways. And if a trade's cover price costs more than the price of the individual comics, then you're an idiot if you buy that too, because <laughs> that's stupid. Yeah. Cough, cough, IDW, fuck you. Um, and yet, well, you didn't pay full price for it though. Oh, I'd never pay full. No, the hardcovers are a great deal. Hell yeah! Uh, it's uh, like this one I just got is fifteen issues for fifty bucks. So fifteen issues cover price would be sixty, and you're more on if you pay full price for a book. So you know you got that going too. I actually uh, I worked out with my LCS since I'm not getting monthly comics anymore. That if I order anything from him, I get twenty percent off. Which I know you can always find more than that, but I can order it from him 
not prepay for it, and make it save a little bit less money than if I did it other way, where I have to pay for it two months in advance, you mm-hmm. know? So, you know, plus it's, I, I mean, I really like my, my LCS, Zach. He's a good guy, and uh, he's a big Ninja Turtle fan. He's enjoyable to go in and talk to, you know? So, mm-hmm. it's not like, you know, a lot of people talk about their shops, and they go in and they don't really feel like their shop gives a shit about them. So, <laughs> those people should go to DCBS. And, I mean, DCBS is the Amazon of con- buying monthly comic books. Don't lie to yourself, people. But, yep. you know, if, if that's what works for you, man, I use, I use Amazon. I ain't going to the, the co-op for, uh, you know, for the toilet gasket that I had to get, you know. I use <laughs> Amazon, too. Amazon. If I could order my comics from Amazon, I would. I mean, I guess technically I could, right, because they own Comixology. But I'm talking about like real comics. Amazon, get on that. Yeah, and see, can't, the problem with digital comics is that they cost full price when they're new. That's just yeah, it doesn't yeah, make yeah. sense. Like, why the hell would you pay full price for something when you you can't resell it? You can't give it away. That's just dumb. Hey, I saw that, I saw an interesting number. You know how we never know what the hell digital sales are. Yeah. So apparently, digital sales are a lot bigger than everybody says, dude. Um, it, in it twi- in 2016, I think a single issue, like flop, what we call floppies, floppy sales was like 405 million dollars or something like that, and digital sales was 90 million, and that wasn't including like Comicsology Unlimited or Marvel Unlimited or Hoopla or any of those services. This is like straight out buying issues on well, a see, digital service. The thing is, so you know, you're buying digital comics. I mean, you get some people that just buy them digital, brand new, and you know, I, I just made fun of it, but uh, like honestly, that's what works for you if you want to read it and you don't have a shop locally, you don't want this stuff. You know, I mean, people do that. That that's cool. So it serves a purpose that way. But um, how much stuff do you have on your Comicsology account that you haven't read? Um, singles, nothing. No, every, every all my singles are done. The what I have on my Comicsology account is from Unlimited, so I have fifty trades on there. You've actually read everything you purchased from Comixology? I've read everything that I purchased from Comixology, from a shop, from DCBS. Okay. So let's take that back then, you freak. Um, how many, how much does, does Nick have on his Comixology account that he has read? Oh god, I don't think he, Nick even knows. Twenty thousand dollars. That's my guess. <laughs> um, no, like I, I have a ton too. Most people, what they do is they have these great sales, so you go on there and you buy stuff because it's so cheap. But there's no pressure to read it. It's not taking up space, you know. So yep. you're buying something. What does it cost Comixology for you to, to purchase that? Does it cost any more for them if is if you didn't purchase it? Probably not. The the money associated with them having that to sell has already been spent pretty much. Like there might be some you know minute costs associated with using the servers or whatever like depending on how many people well there is there is and i mean for for amazon it would be even less um because like for example on on the database all those images are stored on amazon servers Mm -hmm. um and it costs me uh the storage is two cents a gigabyte wait no it's nine cents a gigabyte for storage and then the bandwidth itself is two cents a gigabyte so, yeah, but, so my my I mean for the cost is really low anyway. Oh yeah, but, it's um, nothing. Ultimately, like for them to have that merchandise to sell you, 
it, it like it's inconsequential cost wise to them whether or not you buy it. Like if you buy yes. it for zero, it's pretty much still inconsequential to them because they're yes they are paying money for people accessing this stuff, but it's dispersed to the point that it's minuscule. Um, it's just inconsequential. So basically, if you buy something, it's 100% profit for them mm-hmm. at that point because they're already like the, the, the cost associated is already kind of planned for. Um, so they can sell you stuff for stupid cheap and it's profit. It's all good. I mean, it's all, it's it, like it's just such a great thing for them, it seems, you know, especially with now Amazon owns it. So it's a big company owning it. So, mm-hmm. you know, the costs associated with, uh, with you know what it actually costs them to provide this has to be you know even smaller than it was um yeah so i mean it just it makes sense that people like i don't i don't have much problem forking over money for digital stuff that i would not buy physically because mm-hmm. it would cost me a lot more physically because i will only buy stuff on sale right um and it's got to be a pretty damn good sell unless it's something i really really want to read and you know on top of that so um, but I have so much stuff on there that I haven't read, which is, uh, you know, that was one of the factors in me cutting away from getting monthly comics because I have so much stuff to read between that and between physical trades and hardcovers and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. um, I wish we had more insight into digital sales um, just because it would be interesting to us with, you know, our, our interest in that in general. But uh that's is it's got to be a pretty good thing, you know. And I, I, it, I always think it's so funny how people are like, "I want to buy this digitally." When are they going to have a sale? <laughs> and it's like it's it's going to come at some point. So like, if you want a digital sale on something, just wait until it comes up and then buy it. And you know what? If you if there's something is on sale and you're not sure about it, don't buy it right now. It's going to come back around. Like I I've been watching Comicsology sales for years now. Mm-hmm. Everything comes back around. Oh yeah, you just gotta learn to be patient. Yep, you just gotta, and they don't lose any money. It's like, dude. So, I mean, working in retail for many years, one thing that you notice is how other companies do sales. And if you notice, like everywhere, always has some kind of clothing item on sale for like ridiculous prices, like buy one get one free or buy one get one half off or whatever. You gotta think to yourself, like, how the hell are these companies? Like able to sell a hundred dollars shirt for fifty dollars. That's probably a bad example. Let's say a hundred dollar jacket for fifty bucks. And then you got to remember, like they're probably paying like fifty cents or a dollar for those things. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know what kind of deal Comixology and Amazon have with uh, with publishers, but I don't think they get paid on a tier. Because if I understand it correctly, they're they're getting like they don't they can't even track how many copies of a book they've sold. Which I find yeah, that I find that completely I, I find that absurd. There's no way they can't track that. Oh, they, they, they yeah. I mean, there's they, that's just stupid. How could they not be able to track that? But uh, I'm sure that whatever deals they have set up is they have no obligation to share that information. Yeah, right. Um, and I'm sure you know for Comicsology, obviously, it works out the best if they pay. I'm going to pay you this much money. There you go. I get to sell this now for whatever the contract is. Mm-hmm. Um, and for, but for the publisher, I mean, look at the different publishers. Like a publisher like Marvel, do they give a fuck? I mean, it's just more money. 
know? Well, obviously Marvel doesn't care because they can charge 10 bucks a month for Unlimited. And yeah, people I mean, are happy yeah, to pay for it. Exactly. And, you know, and that just is the same thing where people, you know, Unlimited is like getting a gym membership. You get it. And the reason gym memberships can be as cheap as they can be is how many people get them and never go. Mm-hmm. You know, there are people who get them and go and use them, but so many people get them and never use them that they're able to keep the cost lower because they want those people to sign up and they're able to give it cheaper to the people that do want to use it. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. same thing with Marvel Unlimited. Um, even if you get your money's worth out of it, you're not using that. You don't have to use that much to get your money's worth out of it. Uh, when I first tried Marvel Unlimited, uh, I paid for a month for like 10 bucks and I read Planet Hulk, which was a $30 trade. Mm-hmm. So it was well worth it for me to do that. And then I ended up uh, doing a year of it. And then after that year, I canceled it. Um, and at some point, I'll do it again because there's plenty of good stuff on there to read. And you don't have to read that much for it to be worthwhile. So it's, it's just something that works. Like you don't have to, I mean, even if there are people out there like, I'm paying 10 bucks a month and I'm going to read this like crazy. And they're reading and pounding and pounding and pounding reading the, you know, the Marvel stuff because they're paying for it. Um, what does that matter? I mean, it's not affecting anything else. So, I mean, it's just the same thing, you know, okay. Here's a $10 gym membership to Planet Fitness mm-hmm. and it's only $10 because, you know, like, what percentage of the people are actually going to show up and use it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. And I don't, I don't see why Valiant can't do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it's a small publisher. It's not Marvel that doesn't give a shit about their comics because they make all their money on well, movies. Well, I was going to say for the small publishers, it's exposure. You know, you get people to buy stuff on, on cheap sales on Comixology and stuff like that. It's exposure to your product. And... You know, for how many people will only buy comics digitally, only on sales? That's a small percentage would be my guess. And there's going to be a lot more people who will buy stuff for cheap, but then if they really like it, they're going to go out and buy it physically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, and, and Valiant does have stuff on, like, Comixology Unlimited, for example. Um, a, lo- a lot of the yep. uh, the Volume 1s are on there. Uh, yeah, I think but... a lot of Volume 1s and Volume 2s also. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, I don't know about... Uh, Valiant, but a lot of publishers like they'll have the first two volumes and stuff on there. Now. Well, but so the thing is, this the stuff they have on Unlimited is all the old series. There's not any new Valiant series on there, and I don't mean like brand new. I get like I don't expect that, but I mean if the trade's been out for, I mean Valiant's been around for five years, right? Almost six. I mean you. Everything here's Volume One: Eternal Warrior Volume One from 2013, Exo from 2012. Harbinger from 2012. Uh, Divinity's the newest thing they have on there, Divinity 1, and that's already two years old, roughly. Yeah, two years. Two two years and a couple months. Um, so, I mean, I, I would like to see more. Uh, and, and I'd be willing to just put money down on it, dude. I will give you my money. You know what I'm saying? Like, if... There's no way they're making anything on, like, DCBS people anyway, right? Like, if I'm paying $24 a month to get... Well, less than that now because it's only six books. But if I'm paying 20 bucks a month, let's say, to get all the Valiant books from DCBS, I mean, I'll I'll give you 10 or 15 a month just to give me all your crap. You know what I'm saying? Digitally. Um, and that's why I love Marvel. Like, as much as I don't care for current Marvel... Like, the fact that they have such a big back catalog is is huge, and it's well worth the money that I pay for it. I'd love a DC one. That would, you know, save me a ton of money, too. 
Um, and I, I would pay for a Valiant one. If it was like bundled in with uh, with other publishers, if it was like an indie unlimited, I'd pay 20 bucks for that. Yeah, I would. I would. I think I would totally do that. Um, I don't ever see that happening. No. Like, uh, I, I, w- I don't think I, I wouldn't pay 20 bucks a month for like just a single publisher and limited. Um, except maybe, uh, publishers that have like a big body of work, like, uh, you know, Dark Horse or Image. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, I was sharing, uh, so, you know, Nick always gets the emails from Comixology with, uh, with, you know, discount codes. Um, and I finally realized, like, I, I had to go and opt into the emails. I'm all excited. Like, ooh, I can't wait to get some of these for me. Mm-hmm. So the first one I get is for Boom. I'm like, what? I don't want a fucking Boom discount code. <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't pay a dollar a month for fucking Boom Unlimited. Mm-hmm. And it's not that there isn't some stuff that would be fun to read, because, like, I looked through it, and there's some stuff that's like, yeah, if somebody gave me that, I'd read it. But I don't want to pay money for it. I got so much other stuff to read, and you know, it's like it's it's low priority stuff for me, you know. Yep. Because uh, some of the interest, most of the stuff that that piqued my interest would be property stuff, but it's not like it's properties that I love, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't love Planet of the Apes, but they have it because there's a lot of people that do that'll buy that, you know. But yeah, I get you. But the thing is, like, you you would probably never pick up Planet of the Apes. And, and those series are actually pretty good. Yeah, well, see, I would pick it up like from the library or something. Well, exa- that's what I'm saying. I yeah, I wouldn't pay money for it. Yep. Um, that's oh. where you know, like, if they did an unlimited thing for, like, honestly, Valiant Unlimited, I wouldn't need it. Because well, and and here's the thing. So I'm gonna do. Um, I haven't decided yet if it's gonna be a podcast or if I'm gonna like do a, a video on Twitch or whatever. Um, but you can you can sign up for Hoopla. Um, and if your library's on their list, like you get a ton of stuff for free digitally. Mm-hmm. So, and I think the website is uh, hoopladigital.com. Uh, and I mean, you you pick your library and you give them your library card number and you set up an account. So obviously, this is uh, U.S. only. I, mean, I would assume. I don't know how it works in Canada or elsewhere, but they don't have libraries in other countries. <laughs> well, I know it works in the U.S. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't know about anywhere else. But uh, there's a ton of stuff on there, man. And you don't even need to go to the library to pick them up. You can just get them digitally on uh, on their website. Or they have apps or whatever. So, uh, I mean, there's always options. But again, like, I'm, I'm willing to spend money to support these publishers. And I just wish they would do that. You know, Valley came out with this terrible app. Um, I didn't say that. It's a bad... Okay, it's a bad app. Um, and, like, you can buy comics. I don't want to... I don't want to buy comics on my phone. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. Give me a give me a nine ninety nine a month, Valiant. That's what I want. Nine ninety nine a month. I'll get it wherever I want on my tablet, on my computer, whatever the hell. Okay. Mm. Mm. Are you done ranting about an app I don't care about? Mm. No, I can <laughs> rant more on that. Uh, I just want to say ValiantDatabase.com You can read uh, comic book files on there If you know how to do it Of course you don't know how to do it Because I never tell anybody how But I can and it's awesome So (laughs) That's all I want to say 
What else you got, Paul? I don't know. You just keep on running this damn episode off the rails, though. Listen. Let's look at uh, websites. Let's talk about an app that I hate. It's a bad app. You you know what app I like? My favorite app. Not the Valiant app. Potato skins. Some good shit there. <sighs> Fucking A. God. We better think about something else to talk about. I got two more ciders to go. You're not the boss of me. Yeah, I am. We can talk about how bad the Valiant Universe website is. God, that site is terrible. I don't care about damn websites. How many times do I have to tell you I don't care about websites? I don't care about your website. I don't care about I know, websites. Paul, but the thing is, I hate... Ugh, I hate it. It's so bad. Well, I am signing up for Hoopla while you're being boring. No, you sign up for Hoopla. I don't have anything else to discuss, Paul. There's plenty else to discuss. You just keep on wanting to, to wring your hands in misery. Now I've made myself angry. Yeah, yeah. See, okay, look at what you talked about this episode. Crazy-ass variant cover, uh-huh. Faith, and an app that makes you angry. Oh, by the way, I am getting that Faith book. Oh, yeah, it'll be a fine book. Somebody asked me on Twitter if I was getting it as a joke, and I was like, no, yeah, I'm going to get it. I think it looks yeah. pretty good. It'll be, it'll be fun. Whatever it is, it'll be fun. Anyways. I'll read it. It'll be fun to read it. Uh, so, you know, one thing I want to bring up is, uh, you know, we get fans, they're like, oh, we want interactivity. We want Twitter polls. Yeah, and then I ask people, and I tag you, I tag Valiant underscore Central, uh, and say, uh, if we're going to review a trade, what would you like us to review? Yeah. Hmm. Three responses to that. Oh, terrible. Maybe they just don't want trade reviews, Paul. Terrible, terrible, terrible. I mean, that's that's all I'm saying. Maybe they don't want them. I don't care what they want. They're gonna get. I'm gonna review every damn trade with my friend who's never read Valiant before. I've read Valiant before. Not you. Oh, who? My, my friend Nick. Oh, please. He's fantastic. <laughs> He's read a ton of Valiant, though. <laughs> Not that Nick. Oh. oh, oh. But, oh, the the other Nick. Well, he's also read a lot of Valiant by now. <laughs> uh, see, if that podcast had been sponsored by Casper, Casper Mattresses, then uh, they would still be around. You know, the real problem is Josh really should have done something to derail Nick's real life career. Mm. So he'd still have time for it. Yeah, he should have sponsored him with his own personal business. So he wouldn't have to go away on his real job. This hoopla website's tripping me out right now. Is it? Just keeps moving. Mm. Well, yeah, because I don't want to take the time to stop and read to finish signing up for it because I don't want to stop the conversation again to look at a website. This is terrible. How do you podcast with the computer in front of you? Uh, I can multitask. That's how. It explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I multitask, Paul. I multitask, okay? You, you do know that multitasking is a problem, right? Like, if, if you uh, if you want to do something really well, multitasking is actually a negative thing. Oh, I know. I'm pretty sure I'm the one that brought that up. In our, well, you don't even pay attention to the chat, so never mind. What, the Discord chat? No, I brought it up when we were doing Facebook chat. Like, yeah, like, we don't talk so much that they, that I am able to possibly catch it. That we'll makes we'll see. Sense. I'm able to remember. The, I thought you could remember everything, Paul. 
No, I'm saying I can't read everything. I, I, I smell shenanigans now. <sighs> you can't smell shenanigans. <laughs> you call shenanigans. Uh, I smell them because I can multitask. You smell something. Yeah. I think you're experiencing synesthesia right now. <laughs> probably, probably Don't make fun of me. Well, let me tell you something, Martin. Yeah, tell me something. I have three big-ass boxes of comics that are all packaged up to mail out. Mm-hmm. And uh, my office is just getting cleaner and cleaner. Is it? I actually have space to move around in here. No kidding. It's fantastic, yeah. I got a box going to uh, Alex up in Canada. I got one going to some fool in some other country that bought it from me on eBay. Nice. And I got a box for... Uh, oh, Alex K? Uh, Alex R. Alex R. No, not you, Alexa. Go away. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, your electronics are ruling your life. Uh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. I have, I have my my... Uh, my Amazon voice device next to me and my computer glass of wine my podcasting bell <laughs> it's glorious you know what we should talk about though is, uh, is fantasy football you know cause I no we're not talking about Dennis's that this week ass. we're not talking about that this week I beat the hell out of Dennis Dennis you played me fool I played Dennis in Slack fool oh uh, well you played me in our league and we're not and talking about that. We're not talking about that. Beat you so bad. <laughs> so speaking about this Ninja Turtle hardcover I picked up today. So uh, I, I decided to swing by my, my comic shop uh, just just because. And he got it in. Because I told him like I wanted to get it eventually. But you know, I didn't know when I was going to get it. Sure. But uh, one of the, So this is volume five now. Like you were saying, you want to... Do you, do you have the first four volumes? Uh, three. Oh, so you still got to get four also. Yep, yep. So volume five has a couple of my favorite things in here. So first of all, it has Turtles in Time, which is a time travel turtle story. Now, if you grew up when you and I grew up, you know, of course, you were there a few years ahead of me because you're old. Oh, God, but, there uh, we go. Uh, do you remember the Turtles in Time video game? I do. I Super love the Nintendo. shit out of that. Yeah, best, best news turtle game ever. Uh, so Turtles in Time has kind of a feel of that, but um, one of my favorite things about it is, well, two things. One is that uh, Charles Paul Wilson does the art for number two, and that's when they're like back in feudal, feudal Japan, mm. and that is like such a throwback to the, the Ninja Turtle three movie. You know, mm-hmm. um, a lot of uh, a lot of really awesome imagery, and I love CP Wilson's artwork. And then issue three is written by Eric Burnham, hmm. who I think is honestly uh, one of my favorite Ninja Turtle writers. And he's always only done little things here and there, but like I really like how he writes Ninja Turtle books. Uh, and then they also have the Ninja Turtle Ghostbusters crossover in here, which is all written by Eric Burnham. Mm-hmm. And and along with Tom Waltz, of course. But uh, And that's a fun miniseries. Um, but yeah, so I... I was looking at this and I was like, oh, I shouldn't really spend the money right now. But then I saw the Turtles in Time was in it and like I flipped in a few pages of <laughs> some of that see people start work. Uh-huh. And man, it is nice. Have you read that series, Turtles in Time? I have. 
Oh man, yeah, I love that. that. Charles Paul Wilson's artwork, I absolutely love it. Uh, based on that, I got a commission from him of Bebop and Rocksteady when I went to uh, Granite State Con, mm-hmm. which is a few years ago now, and that was the last time I was able to go to a convention. Um, yeah, I love him. He's great. He's the sweetest guy, too. Just nicest guy. That's cool. I meant to ask you, because um, I was... So so I have a new best friend on Twitter, uh, Ben Cotton. Um, and I think uh, Dennis and Jay interviewed him for uh, their podcast. And it says that he wrote Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but I couldn't find what it was. And I probably should just ask him. Well, you know, if you think he knows better than I do what he's written, I guess that would make sense. Well, I figured you might know since you're the turtle guy. But I guess not. Maybe you're not the turtle guy, Paul. Maybe you're just full of shit. Uh, he wrote Mutanimals, it looks like. Oh, okay. Paul Lord did. It looks like he wrote some... Uh... That's Jim Lawson. Why does it keep on popping his name up and stuff he didn't do? Right? It's crazy. Google, I don't get it. Google, you're terrible. Do your job better. Google. Google's terrible. That's why you shouldn't use it. You should use DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo.com, proud sponsor of the Valiant Central Podcast. Learn more at DuckDuckGo.com slash Valiant Central Podcast. I don't even know it's real or fake anymore. By the way, if you go there, it's actually a thing. That's <laughs> It just searches for Valiant Central <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> they don't sponsor us. You know why they don't sponsor us? Because we have patrons. We don't need sponsors. Exactly. We have six wonderful patrons. Yes, thank you, patrons. You're the best. You're the best. We should wrap this up, Paul. Yeah, we should. We're running out of stuff to talk about. <laughs> to be fair, though, we ran out of stuff to talk about a long time ago. Yeah, at least 30 minutes ago. This has been the Valiant Central Podcast, episode 142. Thanks for tuning in. Paul, we're getting close to 150. We should uh, we should plan something. We should yeah, think maybe about we that. should have a guest on. So one of, uh, one of the... the, the the people listening to our show says that uh, they patronize us so we can so we can have uh, guests on. Mm. I have no idea how those things relate, but yeah, makes I, sense I to me. That. I said I just want your money. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, if you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Valiant Central Podcast. We appreciate those of you that do. Uh, let's see. Paul, it, it's time to release our, our new Patreon-exclusive episode. So a few weeks ago, Paul and I talked about Ether Volume 1 from Matt Kent. If you're a patron this week, you will also receive Martin and Paul Take Over the World Episode 2, which is where we talk about Gotham by Gaslight. Uh, Gotham by Gaslight. Wow. <laughs> Somebody's guessed. Woo! I love that book. Anyways, there's a valent connection, so, uh... You can be a patron and listen to that and find out what it is. And, when you uh, listen to it, tweet us and remind us what it is because I've forgotten by now. Oh, uh, shame on you. I remember. <laughs> we can talk about that later. Um, so you can check that out. It's dot com slash Valiant Central Podcast. And uh, I think that's it. Paul's on Twitter at Who's Paul. I'm at Geekvine. We together at Valiant underscore Central. Except Paul doesn't even know how to get in the account. <laughs> Woo. 
Anyways, uh, if you want to email us, bcp at nerdlegion.com is the email address. And uh, we're, we're done. Next week, we're going to have a special guest. Uh, friend of the show, our, our Ninja K of the VCR podcast, Travis Williams, will be on uh, to hang out with us. That's it. We're done. See you next week.